Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of our collection of Little Black Books. We're your hosts, I'm Taylor. I'm Julie. And we welcome all you bookish degenerates back for another episode. Hi guys, and welcome back to our holiday episode. Yes. Yes. Uh, it was Julie's pick, so we're reading Tis the Season for Revenge by Morgan Elizabeth. Yes, and since um, it was my pick, I'll let Taylor... Um, give her thoughts on what she thought about it. Yes. Uh, we can't show it because we tried. It won't focus. And it won't focus. <laughs> it won't focus back on us after we show it. But it's a very pink cover, and there's little Christmas light bulbs. A mistletoe, mistletoe, I think. Yeah. And it's like a portrait with a picture, and it has, like, devil horns and eel drawn over the guy. Yeah. Um, so... The kind of trigger warnings, she doesn't really call them trigger warnings, she just mentions there's mentions of cheating, verbal, physical, and financial abuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, we actually are a week late on this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you will also, side note, you will also hear some noise in the background that is the heater. Um, it is like 20 degrees here. With us. So you're gonna hear the heater in the background. Um, we took a week off from this episode because um, I needed some time to process. Um, I did not think that this book was really gonna bring up a lot of things um, from my past, and so I needed to take a take a breather to kind of like gather how I wanted to voice things. Um, so that's why we're a week late. That's my <laughs> fault. <laughs> um, so the main character, she's in a relationship for four years. Uh, she would be considered like an Elle Woods, really, because yeah. she loves pink. Uh, that's actually one of the things that's in the first part. Yeah, there's like a mention, um, like that was an inspiration mm-hmm. that the author had used. And so she's very fun bright mm-hmm. person um and then she's in a relationship uh what's his name his name is richard richard but this her name is abby yes abby and um that's your main character and then richard and he is a very he basically dulls her like it starts talking in the beginning um where excuse you looking rude <laughs> um get on the page why won't you let... Okay. Well, it says... Oh, duh. I'm stupid. Uh, she changes her hair from blonde to brunette. Yes. And it's a part uh, that says, Richard insisted it would be more becoming for my age. Because I believe she's in her late 20s. Yeah. Somewhere around there. She's about to be 30. Like, she's about to hit that 30. Yeah. She's... Yeah. So, she's there. Um, so, he's basically... That's kind of a lot of the um, verbal abuse on those levels mm-hmm. uh, where he's trying to change who she is yeah. and she does talk about how she missed her her, her blonde hair because that was just her like, yeah that was she like was, her personality yeah I think like, she was originally blonde, a brunette but she did mm-hmm. dye her hair blonde uh, but it just fit her more mm-hmm. it fit her more of her personality and who she was and she in the very beginning she talks and like throughout the thing she'll talk and compare things about what she liked and versus how she kind of changed to fit a mold mm-hmm. that Richard wanted. And so he's a lawyer, 
and she works as a makeup artist. Yeah, at a department. In a department. She's like a makeup woman in the department um, yeah. area. And um, they're, you know, they're going to his uh, law Pro- firm's Halloween, Halloween party. party. Yeah, and so she dressed up and, you know. Yeah, it's um, supposed to be fun. Yeah, it's <laughs> festive. We love Halloween. And he ends up dumping her. Before they even get to the party. Yeah, and then, uh, what, oh my god, what really got me was, um, she goes down to meet him. He doesn't even he come He never comes up to, to her, her apartment. apartment. Yeah, so she goes down, and, uh, she talks about when she's getting in the car, and, uh, he, um does like this like the one minute finger yeah, like holds up a finger yeah holds up the phone and she's just standing in the cold by the way because they're, they're in new york so she's standing in the cold in her outfit which it wasn't like a really skimpy outfit she yeah. said she purposely made it like cute and tasteful and she was a bunny mm-hmm. and um she's like talking about how he opens the door but he opens it by like reaching over and like pushing she's like i've never had someone open the door for me and i'm like that doesn't count that does not count if you're not getting out you're not getting out walking around the car to open the door yeah doesn't count but she talks about that and then she talks about like it's like the barest of minimums like you could think of um i'm trying to situate here we go uh and she talks about how they're just so great yeah, like, she lives in this fairy tale world, like, that they're so perfect together. Mm-hmm. She has in her mind, like, okay, this is my dream man. Mm-hmm. He does all these things for me. She, I think her love language is acts of service. Yes. So she did everything for him. Everything. And he ate that shit up. Mm-hmm. But, like, reading that first... This is all in the first chapter. Yeah. Reading the first chapter of how he, like just like discarded her like she was like oh you're just somebody like a nobody to me when you're his girlfriend and he talks about how like um he's a lawyer and she's just some beauty department store worker yeah like he always belittled what she did as far as like he made it a competition and he's like oh i'm a lawyer what do you you work at the makeup counter yeah and um i those things that really hit me, because uh, throughout the book you do see it a lot. You see like, uh, like flashbacks of mm-hmm. her trauma being in a long term. They were together for four years. Yeah, so you see the flashbacks of trauma, and then so he dumps her and he goes to this party. So mm-hmm. the party, the law firm he works for is his grandfather' mm-hmm. law firm, along with a another man, Damien. Uh, Damien and his grandfather started the law firm together. And so Richard is like, I'm going to be named yeah, partner this year. Just because that's my grandfather yes. owns this company. And so he's always trying to like uh, like suck up to his boss and like, mm-hmm. you know, getting good with him. And so like, you know, you meet Damien. He's the other. He's in his 40s. Yeah, he's like, old, he's older. He's like older. And he basically he's a little bit older than and 40. he's in his 40s from yeah. around there. Uh, he basically built himself up. He came from a uh, family in the Bronx and like mm-hmm. built his way up through working. And then he's he's the one who became he became partner at a really early young yeah. age. Um, and he's 
Richard's grandfather came to him to start this company mm-hmm. because he loved like his morals, mm-hmm. like the way that he worked. They do just, a lot of family just law, everything. their family yeah. law, and so they he promised he was like, "Can you start this company or this law firm with me?" And so they did, mm-hmm. and so um, the the comparing and contrasting between because this happens, and then of course. Um, Abby calls up her best two mm-hmm. best friends. They never liked Richard, and then they yeah. get drunk, and they're planning this whole kind of um, like let's revenge get back plan. At him. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing is when they're going through her phone because like they have her her passcodes and everything, and uh, one of the friends is like, "No, Abby," and she's like, "They're all drunk." <laughs> she's like, "What?" And she's like, "Oh no," she realizes because Abby was signing. Uh, emails back as Richard's personal assistant. His girlfriend, she made sure that he got his coffee orders, mm-hmm. laundry. Uh, laundry, the tailor, everything. He did everything. She did literally she, everything. She did everything for him. Um, she was like planning out his work schedule. Mm-hmm. So, she, schedule. she knew every, <laughs> like she had everything. Um, hello, Obi. Uh, she basically was a personal assistant. She wasn't a girlfriend anymore. She was mm-hmm. just basically... And her friends were like, what the fuck? What are you doing? Yeah, they're like, what did you... Like, you're not even a girlfriend anymore. Like, you just might as well just work for him. Yeah, but he didn't want that. Because he didn't want anyone to know, basically, like, oh, she this never, is my girlfriend. Yeah, She's she never, never stepped foot in his office. No, she never got invited to the holiday parties, which is a big thing, apparently, in the mm-hmm. book, to, like, be invited. And so she was, like, super excited for the Halloween party because she was like, oh, this is my chance, you mm-hmm. know, to show that I'm wife material. And reading all of that it was just like oh no like that hurts and I have been there I had I had I was in that situation um for this book for me it was what and what I needed time to think about was what I wanted to share yeah um what I felt comfortable sharing uh with everyone and in relation, because this book, I think, hit me harder than I thought. Yeah. I was reading it, and it was like, I was reading things where I was just like, I have been told that. Like, that had been said to me, uh, maybe worded differently, but where I was the one who did everything. Like, mm-hmm. I was previously married, and so I was the one who, I had the passcodes to all the bills. I knew when they came out. I was the one who set the payments up I was the one who did all the housework I was also going to school at the time um and everybody knows school is just not school like it's like a full-time thing like you you have a lot of hours I was the one who was making sure things were the way that they were supposed to be um with far as like us certain things that needed to go to like a laundromat or like you know dinners and like I was expected to do all of that yeah um and so when that part, when Abby, she was doing it to an extreme, like, and I was like, you were only a girlfriend. Yeah. And I was, a, I was a wife and it should not be that way. It's a partnership. Yeah. It's a partnership. Like just because you may be work and I'm only going to school, like I was a stay at home wife, but I was going to school. It, it, the thing where Richard talks about how she's just a department store makeup, mm-hmm. um, girl 
I was told like, well, all you do is go to school. So why can't you get everything else done? And so I had a lot of relation to Abby, like I could relate to her a lot yeah. because I heard those same things back, but in a different form. Mm -hmm. And so that really, uh, it, it hit some hit some inner squishy parts. <laughs> I don't like to show those too much, but I needed to take a moment to like figure out how much I wanted to share with you guys and not to say anything out of anger or yeah. to say anything like rash and, you know, really just word it and articulate it in a good way. And so for me, reading all of the uh, verbal abuse that Abby got from Richard, it, it, it really hit me because I went through that. Um, and it, it just starts out like that. Yeah. It just starts out as verbal. It's not always like, you don't just go straight to like hitting. So it starts out as verbal. So I get that. And you don't really, I think one thing that Abby didn't really see until she was like out, until she was broken up with Richard, she starts remembering everything. And I think mm -hmm. that, that was another thing too. Like when I was no longer married, I got divorced, I started to start seeing everything. Things and I, that you probably wouldn't have noticed when no, you're in a relationship. No, you don't notice it when you're in it. And I think, um, like how she talks to her best friends and they point things out, I would talk to Julie mm -hmm. and our other best friend, Brooke, and I would just be like, I don't understand how I didn't see anything. Like, I don't understand how I didn't realize what was going on. Like, I didn't realize, like, this isn't okay. Mm -hmm. And I always thought it wasn't that bad I was always like oh it, it's fine like you know it's not a big deal and then when you get out of that bubble that that headspace where you're kind of clouded and it's just like oh my fucking god like that's just unacceptable like it's not okay in any form and you see that with Abby she starts to kind of see mm -hmm. um the reality of like yeah. what what he really did to her mentally mm -hmm. it wasn't like just verbal abuse it was like the mental abuse and emotional abuse because he wasn't there for her like at all mm -hmm. so it really like when you take a step back you start to you're just like oh my god oh my god oh my god so in true fashion form of the revenge plan they her friends automatically just immediately put her on her dating app and yeah <laughs> this is how we meet mr damian martinez uh he is swiping through the same dating app and they match, of course. And yeah. Abby has this genius plan because she realized who he is. And she's like, I'm going to fuck his boss. <laughs> <laughs> that is the whole, like, literally the whole plot it's to the story. So, it's, it was really like a coincidence. They weren't even, mm -hmm. like, trying to, like, do that. Yeah. Because at first she wasn't like, oh, this is what I'm going to do. She just happened to match with mm -hmm. him. And she realized who he was. Um, and she was like, well... This is my time to shine. This is my plan. <laughs> you know, she was like, first thing, I'm going back to blonde. Because mm -hmm. Damien has a type, and it's blonde. And so she's like, I'm his perfect type. So she she does all that. Um, which I have to know, like, how that went. Because she had to go to her hairstylist. So she went from brunette to blonde immediately. So I, yeah. I was like, you usually have to do that over time. But maybe it wasn't too it dark of a brunette. But I don't know. I have questions I about mean, that. I do have questions about that. If we're looking at the cover photo, if that's supposed to be Abby, I mean, it wasn't that brunette. Like it's like my honey. brunette. Yeah. Julius is red. Right now it's brunette. <laughs> it's ginger. 
<laughs> like red hair color, like a anyway. like not like a bright red. But I'm like that is not your but roots. But that's what it looks like. You can't see it, but that's what it looks like. Okay. Um, just I was, forgot that. I'm I gonna was, get it done soon. I was worried for her hair, <laughs> um, Abby's hair, because I was like, man, you went from like brunette to blonde. I was like, oh man, like that's a. That's a harsh transition. Yeah, I've in, been one, there. in one day. Yeah, I've been no, there. I've fried my ends. Oh my god. Um, so she meets Damien, mm-hmm. and so um, she goes back to her um, days before she was with Richard, and she was just like she she knows that she's beautiful, like mm-hmm. she does, and she doesn't um, shy away from that, which I like. Um, but she's not overly like snobby about it yeah she's not it's she's it's really humble about it yeah but she knows she's like oh but i am beautiful and I, yeah. I like how the writing of um the author did that where it wasn't like too conceited mm-hmm. or like but it was herself. it was just like she did love herself yes um, but she had that self-love that she before being in that relationship with richard, richard yeah she where she had that self-love yeah she knew she was she was a beautiful girl yeah. and she was like you know she's like confident about everything and you know, she knew that blonde was her thing, pink was her color, mm-hmm. you know, and she just knew what was her. And mm-hmm. I think that was um, the way that the author, uh, Morgan, wrote that. I think that was really um, beautiful because I think a lot of people sometimes um, forget, you know, who they are at, at times. Like, you forget, when you get lost in something, mm-hmm. you, you seem to kind of forget, like, oh, like, this was my thing. Like, this is what I'm comfortable with. And so, yeah. you know, she she talked about, like, just going out before him and so she, Richard, and so she goes back to those kind of roots of, like, flirting and she knew just the right things to say, um, when to say them, mm-hmm. how to look, how to act. Hello, Chip. Chip would like to be in this <laughs> week's episode, apparently. Um, excuse you, good sir. Um, so... I'm pushing him out of the way. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> Bear with me. <laughs> uh, so she goes back to those things uh, to when, with her date with Damien. Yeah. Because he immediately, like, he, like schedules her. a date. Yeah. Um, he's leaving the office early. He tells her where to, like, he sets a dinner reservation. But which, by the way, is a place she'd always wanted to go with yes. Richard. But Richard would never take her. Like, he put out the fancy stops, everything. Yes. Such a gentleman. And so she shows up in a, is it a pink dress? It's yeah. Pink dress. She's it was a pink short dress with like yeah. really high heels. Yes. And that's it. She was like, she was not wearing a coat. She was like, yeah. I can't ruin this outfit with the, with the coat, which I mean, we've all been there where we're like going out in like, you know, freezing temperatures and it's mm-hmm. like, I cannot ruin this outfit with the coat. Like, I mean, I mean, now I'm like, I'm not going to freeze my ass off. No, I'm gonna put on a bunch of stuff, but I'll put on a flannel, (laughs) (laughs) a beanie, (laughs) the layers, some long johns, and some woodcutter. What are those? The uh, the lumberjacks? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) the little saw thingies, like the 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 flannels. Yes. but, I mean, we've, we've all been there. Like, I mean, I definitely had my days where I was like, oh, I'm wearing this outfit? I mean, I can't. I can't wear a coat like yeah. this. Like, I'm going to... They're like, you're going to freeze. I'm like... I don't care. I don't care. Like, I'm going to go out because I look cute. Like, so, I mean, I get that. And I thought it was freaking hilarious. Um, and so she goes and... What she wants to order is champagne because that's what Damien was like. Mm-hmm. We can get a bottle of champagne. Who's going to buy a bottle of champagne? And... Um, she knew she knew from pre- previous because she handled all the Richard stuff. She knew that Damien liked whiskey. whiskey. 
that because she had bought him that as a present she, from Richard. Richard made her buy a three hundred bottle of whiskey yes. for Damien's birthday, and he never paid her back. Yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry, you want me to buy a what? But she loved him. She was like, yes, baby, yes. I'll do it. Yeah, babe, I love you. I'll buy the stranger bottle. So like <laughs> me now could never old me. I I don't want to talk about what I did. <laughs> There were some, there were times and moments where I was a girlfriend and I did something <laughs> where there was a lot of money involved and I never got paid back. It, but I get that. I get that. I've been there. Yeah. Um, am no I, shame. Yeah, am I embarrassed to admit that? No. No. I think back then, had you asked me when I did it, yes. Um, but now I'm just like, it is what it is. You were a dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, younger Taylor was a dumb bitch, and she will admit that. But I mean, I think I find it funny now because I'm like, well, yeah. I guess that's a story to tell. Um, so she knew he liked whiskey. So mm-hmm. instead of which, her inner thoughts were she was inner diva. She said was screaming yes. about the uh, the champagne, the bubbly. Because I mean, I mean, I love champagne. I'm not. I mean, I would be like, yeah, fuck I'm yeah, not. I want some champagne. Um, I'm trying to find the chapter. But she orders whiskey instead because she knows that he likes whiskey, mm-hmm. and so. Um, he's shocked by her choice. Yeah, because he's like, you're, yeah. you're drinking whiskey? We'll cut that out. Um, <laughs> he's surprised that she's ordering whiskey. Mm-hmm. And then so it gets delivered. And she's like pep-talking herself in her head. Like like we all do when we're drinking shots of whiskey. <laughs> or any, like the first drink and it's a shot. and Or a, just a really strong drink and you've had nothing else. Mm-hmm. And you're like... Keep a straight face. You gotta keep a straight face. It doesn't. It doesn't work because she ends up coughing and he yeah, laughs at her. Yeah, he's like, he laughs at her because she's it's, like, it's I cute. love whiskey. Yeah, she's like dying, and then she tries to cover up with like a, like, oh, this isn't the one I remember drinking. Like, oh, it's not this one, guys. It's a different one. I mean, so I like. It's funny because she. She put on this. She developed a whole new persona when she was yeah. dating Richard, and then she puts on a whole new one. To basically get Damien to be, like, really, really interested in her. To invite her to the Christmas party. Because that's her goal, is to date him to get to this Christmas party. Because this Christmas party is, like, a huge party. Two months. Yeah, with the huge party with the law firm. um, That's when a lot of announcements get Mm -hmm. made. Uh, People are made partners, promotions. It's, like, a big, like... A big, like, family Christmas party. mm -hmm. It's a big celebration. And so it's, like, big things are happening. And she's, like... That's if I'm goal. there, I'm important, and I can rub it in Richard's face, basically. Exactly. She was basically doing it to show him, like, I am good enough. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm worthy, and you just threw me away. Like, yeah. for what? And Which, by the way, reading this, I did get confused on the timeline. I did, too. Because <laughs> I forgot I, we started at Halloween, and then we were getting to Christmas. I don't know where I got lost, but then I picked it back up, and like, I remembered where we were. I got like, lost. After the date, everything went so fast. We did. I didn't know if it was a day after or weeks after. Um, well, I just got confused because I was like, Christmas. I was like, and for some reason, I thought she got dumped the previous Christmas. I was like, this has been a whole year. And I was like, no, Halloween, bunny. Like, duh. I'm, that's that's what I'm talking about. That's where I got lost. That was just my bad. I, I, I figured it out. <laughs> like, midway through the book, I'm embarrassed to say. I was like, oh, <laughs> No comment. <laughs> I'm speechless. I'm I, was, I don't know what happened. I was reading through the book and I somehow got lost on timeline. 
I don't know how. I don't, this I don't is a 200 page book, but <laughs> yeah, it's not an extensive book. Like, it's not like I really had much to remember. I don't know why. She does put the dates at the beginning of the chapters. Maybe that's why I got does lost. Does she? Yeah, she puts the dates. Mm-hmm. See? Oh, November 6th. Yeah, she. Oh, okay, yeah. And I don't know why I. Anyways, I don't know what I don't know what happened. I don't hey, know what happened. Like, well, ignore that. No, I don't know what happened. I'm gonna say that's uh, July seventh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> literally, the dates are in front of my face. So that's it's nice. That's nice. I don't know what happened. Her mind just wanted to backtrack. My mind was making a whole universe of world bi- building that was yeah. nothing to do with this book. That had no- that was yeah. But I got back on track halfway. I was like, ah, oh, okay, this is where we're at. Like, done. Um. So she starts dating Damien. And they agree at the beginning for it to just be casual. Yeah, very fun. And like, she and she had initially said uh, to her friends, because she's talking to them mm-hmm. about it, that she's like, if he is looking for something that is not casual, um, she was just going to back out. Like, yeah. she wasn't going to hurt him, intentionally yeah. hurt him. Um, so... But they both agree to be casual. And in her mind, she's like, perfect. This is exactly what I want. Nothing serious. Mm-hmm. Nothing. No feelings involved. Yeah. It's specifically what they said. No feelings. Just very casual. Yeah. It's just casual dating. Like, yeah. you know. Just spending time together. Yeah. And so it's like, she's like, perfect. Because all her goal is, is just to get to this fucking Christmas party. Yeah. That's all she wants. A she's little like, bit of sex here and there. And then get to the Christmas party. She's like, that's my goal. That's all I need. Then I'm like, peace out. The first night. <laughs> The first night, they he took her, he kissed her out in the snow, right? They were doing hardcore making out in the snow, mm-hmm. in the in like the public eye, against a window, like a, a store, like yes, a, like a glass window, a, a window in of a store. And for me, I'm not a big. Um, I love Christmas movies, so I envisioned it. <laughs> me, I'm not a good, I'm not a very big public PDA person. Like I may do like a pack hands maybe like you know like that with my boyfriend um so i'm not big on like a whole makeout yeah. session on a fucking especially not a cold either i mean i guess you get warm but i think it's hilarious because someone like passes by and it's written that they tell them to get a room which is really fucking hilarious um but for me i think for me if that happened on the first date i'd be like goodbye Please but never. she wanted this. She did. She she was committed to the plan. But like in normal circumstances, that would be a big no for me. That's a big ick. Um, but that's just because I'm not a public PDA person. Yeah. Everyone's different. So if you're a public PDA person, like that may no be no judgment. Your, yeah, that may be your thing. And I'm like, that's all for you. I mean, it's just not for us. Not for me. I mean, I don't like to show a lot of affection in general. So I do. I'm a pretty closed off person. But not like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a closed off person. I'm a cold ice heart down here. And I'm the opposite. There's so. a little small squishy center, like kind of like a um, a little gummy bear size squishy center. Like in the middle, it's encased in like a Fortress of Solitude Superman style. There's like a, just a little tiny little gummy bear in there, just kind of like. I think it's a it's a little bigger than a gummy bear. And it's like two gummy bears, so it's like a, a jumbo gummy bear. Gumby bear? Gummy Gum- bear. Gumby. <laughs> That's an actual character. It is the Gumby, yeah. Um, but anyway. <laughs> so for me. Sorry. So for me, it's like, I'm like, ew. Yeah. <laughs> when I was reading that part, I was like, oh, gross. No. I guess it didn't really give me too much of like a, I was just like, eh. That's cute. I would watch it, like, in a movie. I wouldn't even watch you it know? in a movie. I would get a second-hand but embarrassment. for me, I would just... No. If I watched that in a movie, I'd be like... 
I but like I said, I love Christmas movies, and this reminded me of a Christmas movie. She she loves the Hallmark Netflix yes. Christmas movies. I hate those. <laughs> but the this fashion. was a prime <laughs> example of that. This book was that. This book was mm-hmm. that. So I was like, so if you love those, you'll love this book. I was like, and if you don't like those, you're not gonna like this book. But you might, so try it. <laughs> I mean, you just skip to the sex parts. Um, Which was a lot in this book. <laughs> very good. Very yes, good. now the spice in this. This is the first night they do. It do was have, a lot. Do they have sex the first night? Or is it just I think he oral. just... Yeah, I think it was just oral. Is it? We'll find the chapter. Let's, okay, let's, let's look for the chapter real quick. Okay, here we go. He's signing the check. <laughs> What chapter is it? Um, I'm on chapter nine. See, chapter nine, and we're already jumping into the. Um, let's see, what's the see? But that's a good like kind of like. I like. It's not kind of things, too though. soon. It's not too late. It's a very like. Um, just just get right into it. And you do get some story like backstory like mm-hmm. you know and like some foundation set up. So it doesn't just like. Oh okay. Um, page seventy-seven. Chapter ten is when he t- goes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Chapter 10 is when they go to his apartment. Okay. And yes. so that's where it starts. Yeah. She was And like, I think there's... Okay, so there's a there's a part where he, like... She doesn't dress herself. Mm-hmm. He I was just about her. to say that. And, um... She was so self-conscious. Yeah, like, she, she puts, like, her arm to cross, like this, you know? Mm-hmm. To cover her stomach. And he's like... She's self-conscious, like no fucking way. Like that's like that's, you're beautiful. Yeah, that's what his words are. And um, she because that's that's ingrained in her trauma from Richard. Because he always told her like, oh, you could go to the gym, you could lose. There's a, few a there's a specific part in the book where I think they were sleeping together or something. And I think mm-hmm. she got on top of him maybe mm-hmm. like rolled on top of him i don't think they were i think she was maybe they were trying to she was trying to initiate yeah. or something and then he told her um you know that you should start running yeah like and so then she started running and she hates cardio yeah which, same abby same i hate Me cardio too. So i hate cardio and I so she she started um i say cardio so she started running every day even mm-hmm. though she hated it and um that part i kind of had to I checked myself out for a little bit because I distinctly remember a time um, in my marriage where that happened to me. I was working out. Like, I was, I've always kind of, like, I was very, I was very thin in high school and then after high school, you know, I was fluctuating. I wasn't, Mm -hmm. like, big. I think if you go, if you go search, like, our TikToks, um, our social medias, anything like that, you can see what I look like now. Um, But if you go back, you'll see kind of, like, when I was, like, heavy into working out, um, after my marriage, it's kind of where the size I was when I was in my marriage. Uh, so if you'd like to deep dive, um, <laughs> I'm only just slightly of, like, a few more pounds heavier or so, uh, a little more thicker. Uh, but during my marriage that time, um, I was about the size that I was, like, heavy into working out, um, and then I started to work out again to just do something Mm -hmm. and I remember him distinctly telling me one day after I got done with the workout that like oh I'm glad that you're really enjoying working out because you're starting to get a little big for me and that stuck in my head for years after it happened um that was about I want to say two years into my marriage um 
And like I said, if you look at like a couple months, almost like a year ago of pictures of me, um, you can like see kind of the size that I was. Mm -hmm. And that's the size that I was when I was married, like when I was working out. Um, I was not big. I was not, I I was just thick. I'm, I'm, I just have curves. That's what it is. And when Richard told her that, that kind of ingrained in my head. <clears throat> And mm -hmm. then it's being self-conscious to, like, after that, like, thinking that you're, you're big, you know, thinking that you're yeah. not beautiful. It's the gaslighting. Yeah, it's that you're not beautiful. And, um, so when that happens, you know, he's just like, don't cover yourself up. Never do that. And for me, that moment was after when I started dating and stuff that mm -hmm. I realized I wasn't ugly. Um, I was actually really pretty i was beautiful and there were guys that you know when i was dating they they thought i was beautiful too for my curves and i think that that's crazy like richard made her believe that she was ugly i and i was like no <laughs> just a little side note i'm not gonna talk about my yeah. the things that i've been through because mm. i'm not healed from that yet but I'm gonna let Taylor share all. Her oh yeah, that does take a while. <laughs> uh, mine still stings because I was like, yeah. But I'm not crying. I refuse. Oh no, we're not doing that today. No. Hold it back. Um, but that when she gets that with Damien, that was a moment where I realized mm -hmm. when I started dating again, um, I wasn't ugly. Yeah, I was beautiful, and there were there were quite a few times where I was dating and guys were just obsessed. <laughs> Um, with my body, so I'm like, that's the goal. <laughs> well, fuck you, because apparently I'm fucking hot. Like, <laughs> holy shit! <laughs> it really sucks because like having a partner that like dims your light so mm -hmm. much to the point where you see nothing but darkness. Yeah, you don't like, even. You can't even feel good about yourself. Yeah, because your, your self confidence your is like. He doesn't think I look good, but I, I'm trying to look good for this person, you know? Yeah, you're self That's what Richard did to her. So your self-confidence cracks, and it just it just, it just, just breaks down. It's mm -hmm. a slow, gradual thing. It's not yes. like it all happens at once, and I think... So you don't notice. You don't notice these things. You, it's mm -hmm. kind of like the same where you uh, put a frog in, boiling, like, uh, in a pot of water and boil it. Like, the frog will stay in the water because it's slowly getting hotter, and so the frog doesn't notice. Like it, it, by the time they notice it's too late, mm -hmm. they're dead. Oh, I've never yeah, I've heard that. No. Yeah, you put a frog. In, uh, I mean, don't do it. But like, <laughs> I mean, that's what they. I think cause you can eat frogs. Yeah. But like, I think they'd say it's like you put them in water and you start boiling it, and it's not hot at first. Okay. And, and it gets so gradually just over, kinda, yeah. and they just sit there, and they're like, oh, it's like a sauna. It's, it's a, like a, it's a mind soup. thing. Like you don't notice. Yeah. So that's okay. the same thing. It's like a, a lot of the things that happened to Abby she didn't notice because it was happening over time it was like four years of a time span mm -hmm. and so she didn't notice until yeah. after and that's the thing is like and then you you notice those things and then you don't realize you're like wow like Why you have to untrain your mind yeah and that's one of the things you see through the book is mm -hmm. the Abby and Damien dynamic is she's unlearning 
all these things. Yeah, like all Damien, the trauma, toxic traits that was yeah, thrown at her. Everything that Damien does for her or says to her, the way, um, which I really like is how he verbally tells her that she is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And tells her, like, to not hide and tells her all these things. And it helps to, for her to unlearn. You're mm-hmm. unlearning all these things that were making dense and then it's like he's like building her back up with words and so that's a really like a really beautiful thing to see yeah Um, i like there's so many times in this book where he like praises her mm -hmm. and i'm like okay like that's like you need that because she tries to kind of push him away like oh no like i i don't deserve that Mm -hmm. and he's like no you deserve everything that i say to you you deserve everything that i'm showing you and I'm just like, I love that for her. I, I love, like, the kind of, the character that Damon was. Like, that right there is, like, the kind he, of man you need after a toxic relationship. Yeah, he helps her rebuild herself. Mm-hmm. He doesn't re- he doesn't push He doesn't either. fix her, but he helps her. Mm-hmm. Like, she's fixing and working on her shit, but he's still, he's adding. He's helping. Yeah. And I think that's also an important thing to, like, see mm-hmm. is because... If you've ever been in that kind of a relationship, marriage, whatever, and you're coming out of it and it's nice to find a partner who's like, I want to help you. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to do it for you, like, but I, I want to change help you. you. Yeah. I don't want to do all the things that I, they did. <laughs> I love that because, like, he, he even talks about how much he likes that, like, pink is her color. Mm-hmm. He says, like, it, it's just... You. <laughs> yeah, it suits her. Like, he's just, like, it suits her. And he, like, is very observant, where she doesn't think he's paying attention, and he's mm-hmm. very observant with things. And he's just, like, that seems like it's more you. And I like that he just, like, embraces that. And he's just, like, it's another thing about you that I find attractive. Yeah. Which, of course, you know, with all harm of... Oh, uh, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was going to say Hallmark. I said... I thought you were trying to say hormones. Like, what do, why yeah, do you want? Yeah, I was like, hormones? I don't know. My bad. Hallmark! Um, Sorry, the cold is getting to us, apparently. I have trouble with words, apparently. It's like a dinner. This is every week with us. It's not like I didn't excel in AP English or anything. I can't fucking say Hallmark. Um, which, in true fashion of each Hallmark and movie is, um, of course, they end up having feelings for each other and they're falling in love yes Uh, in the best way (laughs) uh but she goes through the whole uh, dilemma of like i need to tell him everything like yeah and then he goes through the dilemma of like i just told her we were keeping it casual yeah so like they end up so they wanted to keep everything very casual Mm -hmm. but then over the two months span like they spent time together they like grew these feelings but they both didn't want to like believe their wrong feelings for each other yeah but then there's just so much in the book that you that if you when you read it or if you read it you'll see the dynamic between the the two of them Mm -hmm. and it's so like they match each other's energy no matter no matter what the situation is and they're like um two peas in a pod i would say but they're very different at that too and so towards like when it comes to what thanksgiving she was thinking about like calling it off because she's like okay Mm -hmm. i'm catching feelings for him because she uh 
he came to her family's mm-hmm. thing. It's just like to, because she asked what he was doing, and he said he was spending it alone. And she was like, "Well, no one should spend the holidays alone." Yeah. So he said he would go if she came to his family's Christmas thing, and that's where the dilemma started. And she's like, "Wait, we're she's not going like, to be together at Christmas." <laughs> she's like, "I was just trying to save for the party, and I was going to like dip and never speak to you again." Um, she agreed. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's like the dilemma hit because it's like it's a big thing to mm-hmm. like go to like. Of family's events kind of thing so it's not like you're not just inviting like yeah it's important like yeah you're not like renovating and then be like hey come to my yeah christmas just be a filler thing. yeah can you come with me so can people can stop asking me about it like mm-hmm. you know like you don't do that and so that's when she started to realize like Ooh, this, this is, is a little serious. deeper than we thought <laughs> This is not just casual anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they ended up spending, like, almost every day together. Like, yeah, when he wasn't working. I think there was a time where uh, he took on a case, um, pro bono. Uh, it was a domestic violence case. And so he did tell her I was gonna, he was going to be doing a lot. Mm-hmm. And so she understood. And uh, But he would always make time for her. He would always text her. or yes. He said he had a really hard day. He wanted her to come over to his place. And she was like, oh, well, I don't have to. Like, Because in the back of her mind, she, she's like, well, Richard did this. So a he's a lawyer. He's yeah. a lawyer, too, so I know he's going to do the same thing. But then mm-hmm. he would surprise her. Like, he would do the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, I had a bad day. I want you to be at my house. I like, want to see you. I want to have like, dinner with you. Like, we can, like, do whatever. And then so she ends up, like cooking because she gets yeah so sweet. she just like <laughs> she does laundry yeah i'm like are you an anxious cleaner abby because i feel that i'm an anxious cleaner yeah. and uh he comes home and he's just like you're cooking and then she starts like rambling yes. off like i just tidied up a little bit like da, da, da. she started thinking negatively yeah and then he's like can the dinner wait and she's like yeah and then he basically just like bones her down <laughs> in the kitchen he's like Take them off. And she's like, oh, wait, the food. <laughs> and he's like, it's Fuck fine. It. Fuck the food. Like, he, and he, like, you know, he, like, just gives her amazing sex because he's like, he I've never had this in my life. Yeah. Right? Oh, my favorite part is when, um, I think they have sex for the first time and he's going down on her and she's mm-hmm. like, oh, Damien, you don't have to. Um, she's like, oh. And he's like, yes, what? And he's like, you know, because I know men don't like that. And I was like, yes. yes. I was like, oh, no. Well, it's in chapter 10, I believe, somewhere around there. Um, I mean, I'm like, because I think she had such horrible sex with Richard. And but they didn't have sex very often either. And I don't think he ever, you know. He didn't ever want to do that. He was only about his pleasure. He never wanted to dine. At Le Café Poussoir. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And the fact that she says that, she's like, oh, yeah. you know, I know men don't like that. And I'm like, he's like, what men? <laughs> That's a little boy. If you are not dining down where sustenance is available, you are not a man. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Morgan Elizabeth put that in there. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but it's the fact that like uh Abby's character says things like that to mm-hmm. Damien. And he's like he's like, Who are you? Who 
Of course, he didn't know who her ex was. He didn't know. So he's like, I'm going to beat his ass. Yeah, he's like, if I ever run into your ex, and she's like... And plot twist, he hated him in real life. (laughs) He did. He did hate Richard in real life. And I like the... um, So, besides dating Damien, she does, like, little... uh, pranks on him mm-hmm. she messes up like his coffee order his food orders his tailor stuff she, oh yeah she takes it in like a richard stuff yeah richard stuff she takes it in like an inch and a half or whatever to make him think that like because he was so obsessed with his body mm-hmm. and um to make him think he's getting bigger because she was like he has no idea about any of this because yeah. he doesn't even take care of things in his own daily life so that's another thing you see with Richard is like, man, you have mommy issues because if you're expecting your girlfriend to be a replacement for your mother, you need to go to therapy. That's not okay. So she's she's doing all that shit like pranks and um, because he has no way to know how to fix yeah, it. Yeah, like, he doesn't like, know I what to do. I did not deal with any of this. Yeah, stuff, like so. he's like, I just got up and showered. Of course, of course, and so I think that that's really hilarious you see those kind of like things oh she put glitter in his car too oh she yeah in the vents in his nasty ass car apparently and it's so funny because like all the time that she did that um damon would come home and tell her like yeah this dude at our firm pissed his ex-girlfriend off and he's she's like fucking with all his shit and she's and like and then he's like he's like, he's you like know it's, what? Hilarious. it's hilarious because i also hate the guy like, so he deserved it he's like he probably did something to deserve mm-hmm. it um so you see that stuff, and then you see, like, you also see Abby kind of starting to let down her guard and mm-hmm. be a lot more happier. And you can tell in the book, like, how she talks, how she, like, does her daily, like, how she does daily life. Um, and then how she's, him. she starts, like, the comparison between Richard and Damien. Mm-hmm. She's just like, Damien's not who I thought he was. Mm-hmm. You know, because Richard always said that he was, like, an asshole or some yeah. shit. So that's what she went in thinking. So she was like, it's and not. It's going to be easy. Yeah. Just but then in. she was like. He's not an asshole. He's actually a very nice, sweet, humble person. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you have her best friends. One who's, like, the hopeless romantic who's, like, all for whichever path she takes. Mm-hmm. And then you have the other one, Cammy, who's, like, she got fucked over really badly by a guy. So she's just, like, no, you need to stick to the plan. Which kind of starts, she starts putting her... Um, her own experiences and, like, Pushing them anger, towards Abby. Yeah. Like, for Abby to, like, you know to live through Abby with this whole yeah. like thing and you know you see it at that point too in the friendship where Abby and her other friend what's her other friend Kat? Kat talk about how you know when Abby decides that she's going to tell Damien everything mm-hmm. uh, which is like supposed to be right uh, before they leave for the Christmas party yeah. she tried to tell him multiple times but he just told her like, like I don't want to hear it. He was like, he said that after (laughs) New Year's that they would kind of talk about what they had. And I think because he thought it was going to be something with like. confession. Yeah. And he was like saying like. We don't need to talk about that right now. For him, it was just because he was like, I told her like it was supposed to be casual. Mm -hmm. And now I want to change it. And maybe she sensed. Because, you know, they're starting to like teeter totter on that line where they know it's changing. Like the, the relationship is not just casual. Yeah. And so. I think maybe he was scared that she was going to, like, call it off. So he's like, let's wait till after New Year's. <laughs> really, she's like, I... I'm trying to tell you yeah, I've been plotting. <laughs> I've been plotting this whole time for two months. And uh, so you see Kat is really on board with mm-hmm. Abby's decision, with, with whether it stays with the revenge thing or whether it's changing. Mm-hmm. And then 
Cam is the one who's like, yeah. we need to stay to the revenge thing. And Kat and Cam, uh, Abby talk about how, like, they really need to talk to Cammie mm-hmm. for her to go get help. Because it yeah. has been, like, years and she's still, like, she hates all men. Since college. Yeah, she hates all men. It's just not one particular man. It's, like, all Every men Every single gen- one. Every single one. So she just has, like, this vendetta. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they, you see that dynamic, too. And you also get to see another perspective of how when things go bad in relationships, how it affects people in different ways. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of also like a nice little aspect yeah. you see in this book. So it kind of gives you like a roundabout kind of like how things are, you know, juicing up to be. Um, so they go to the Christmas party. And of course, Richard is just there with a brunette. No, he's with his blonde secretary. He's paralegal. Oh, was it? It's paralegal. Oh, yeah. yeah his blonde paralegal. Um, and Richard is just all huffy and a puffy because he sees Abby there. Uh, which, oh my god, the cutest thing ever is that Damien matched his tie, was it? His little mm-hmm. bow tie. Yeah. He had it pink. His handkerchief, too. Yeah, he matched it to her. And so when he shows up to pick her up, she's wearing a black dress. Mm-hmm. Like it, and he's just like, what? Very funeral looking. Yeah, he's like, what the fuck are you wearing? And she's like, is it too much? Party. Yeah, is it too much? And he's like, you're not enough. Yeah, he's like, you're not wearing that. And so he goes into her closet to pick out a pink dress that she yes. um, had saved, I believe. Yeah. But she never wore it. And his, and then she starts to notice, like, his bow tie is pink, like a lighter pink. So she realized in that moment that he wore a color to match her, knowing that she was yes, going to be wearing pink. to compliment pink. her. Yeah. And I think and that's, that's so, so fucking sweet. sweet. It is sweet. It's, it's showing how, like... He pays attention to like, and how her. supportive he is of her, like her style being. and how yeah. she is, how she is as a person, who she is as a person. Like he's so supportive. That's him showing that small support for her, and I think that is adorable. It's we fucking love adorable. A supportive man. I say this every fucking. We day. do love a supportive man. Mm-hmm. We love a supportive partner. If you don't have a supportive yes. partner, dump the one you're with and go get one. It's that simple. Just dump the one you're with. I don't even care. I didn't care if you've been together for 20 years. Dump them. <laughs> Go somewhere else. Go find your supportive partner. Go find your lobster. It's about to be 2023. We don't do unsupportive anymore. Go find your lobster. Hold your claws. Be supportive. Yep. Um, and so then they get to the party, and then that's when just all hell breaks She's, goes. like, literally ducking and diving just not to be seen because she's, like, I don't want to go through this. Like, I don't want to, you know? Yeah. But Richard, Richard can't let it go. Richard has a fragile male ego. ego. Fragile masculinity is basically what Richard is in a nutshell. Like, And the fact that, like, he sees her, and he doesn't even, like, really, like, he doesn't tell everybody that he knows her he kind of like just puts it out there yeah. and then what and he happened? tells to damien but he doesn't like he just full-on just like oh he's like you look different or something like that he said something to hint at it and damien's like oh do you know him and she's like yeah that's what i want to talk to you about and then like richard then, yeah doesn't <laughs> even give her a chance she doesn't yeah. get a chance to explain to damien privately like mm-hmm. if you just He's like, yeah, I used to fuck her. That's my yeah, ex. Yeah, that's like, my ex. And he's like, wait, what? Squeeze me? Um, so that that all ensues. And there's a part where yeah. Damien punches the shit out of him. Because he had said something to her that was, like, really offensive. Oh, 
he called her like he told Shaman you could have my sloppy seconds. Yes, I like, called her like a whore. Yeah, he was basically like, oh, I guess I didn't train you well enough. Yes. Like, dressing like that. And like, he's like, oh, I tried to train her with sex. And I'm like, and Damon like, I'm like, a show dog? Like, she's a show dog? Like, what? And Damon knocks the shit out of him. As yeah. he should. As he should. Oh, Fuck yes. Fucking shit out of him. So, okay, so it's it starts in page 217, chapter 30. Richard sees her. He's with his paralegal. The par- I forgot her name. It was mentioned in here somewhere. Like, so Richard is basically just like, oh, um, basically just saying like, oh, is this your plan? Come to the party I never fucking brought you to, like a hooker. He called her hooker and a whore. Hooker and a whore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Damon's like, excuse me? What? It's like, bitch, back the Yeah. And Richard's Rich like, Abby is my ex. And so then, of course, like, they go back and forth. He's like, um... But they go back and forth. They go back and forth. And then, so then, um, they do, like, the announcements. Uh, mm-hmm. Richard's grandfather and so Damien never speaks because he's like yeah he's very like he doesn't do the public speaking thing so he always lets him do it mm-hmm. and so Richard was thinking that his grandfather Simon I believe yeah I don't um, know that's his name is sure. it the last name I think it's maybe it might be the last name I don't know. either or um talks about like Richard thinks that his grandfather's gonna retire mm-hmm. he's gonna name him partner like that's what Richard is thinking, his whole plan, because, and Damien knows this, but Damien's like, he was never going to name Richard partner. Yes. Because he's already discussed it with his grandfather, like. And he agreed. That, like, he's like, they both have to agree on it, and Mm -hmm. Damien's like, look, it's not going to happen. And so, Richard was wanting to be named, um, partner that year because he would beat Damien. Yeah. At being the youngest, like, partner named or whatever. So, that business happens. They make the announcements. Uh, Richard is not named partner. Yeah. And then Richard gets all pissy and blames everyone but himself. He blames Abby and goes, yeah, he like, fuck off. Like, even worse. Like, he's all drunk, too. He's, like, like drunk. How is that her problem that you didn't work at the partner. law firm? I don't work at the law firm, sir. <laughs> you must not be doing good enough. Yeah. And so, um, after Damien punches him and all that business, he storms off. And, um, but that's when Abby's, Abby, 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 uh, starts confessing to everything that she did. And mm-hmm. she's like yelling, going off on Richard. Like, did you even fucking notice all of this? Like, da 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 da. Like, you're an idiot. Which, obviously, if you don't know how to change your own, like, coffee order or where your suits get tailored from, like, you look like shit and you can't even fix yeah. it. Yeah, which she does, because she noticed it's, like, tighter. Yeah, she's like, oh, you're balding. <laughs> you're no, balding. I thought I heard about the balding! Like, yeah. <laughs> like, she talks about, like, uh, I guess it runs in his family. Mm-hmm. And so she, like, she's like, she never found it as a big deal. Yeah. Props to you, Abby, because not me. Um, <laughs> and she found him, like, hair oils and all this, the supplements yeah. and stuff, and, like, a special shampoo, and she stops the subscription. So she's like, so he's like balding, like he's like missing his hair and like, apparently he's, he was very self-conscious about it. She points out in the book, she's like, it was a sore spot for him yeah. along with being short. 
He was 5'9". Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, Batman was like 6 foot. It's always a 5'9 motherfucker, I swear. I swear it's always a 5'9 motherfucker. I know we, all the short kings are not like that. I know that <laughs> they are not all like that. Um, but I swear to God, it's always a 5'9 motherfucker. Um, <laughs> so, she talks about how he used to wear... Um, like shoe lifts like in his shoes oh yeah like heels to make himself look taller and she was not allowed to wear heels like around him with him yeah she's like you know as she says in the book you know how hard it is to find cute uh two inch sized heels or something like that she wasn't allowed to wear like really tall the fact that like he said she wasn't allowed to do these things the word allowed that right there like she basically to change everything about herself to make him feel more secure Yes, because he was insecure as fuck. He's bald and then, he's and short. Yeah, and then like, he has the audacity to call her, like, a, a whore? whore, a hooker. Says, I didn't train her well. You can have my sloppy seconds. Like, Abby is a bad bitch. Like, what are you She's talking about? without you, Richard. Yeah, she completely fucked up your whole life, and you couldn't figure out how to ginger coffee order back. Like, okay. And you didn't get partner. <laughs> sure did not get partner. He gets fired. Oh, yes, he ends up getting fired because... He goes off on Abby, and Abby punches the shit out of him because he she starts does, talking shit yeah. about Damien. And then, like, he grabs her yeah. to where he, like, won't let her go, and, like, his grandfather has step to in. step in. Yeah. And then, so she punches him, and then she, in the book it says that, like, people grabbed him because he was about to... Like, beat the shit out of her. Yeah, he was like, about to hit her. And she talks about how... You know, he had never been physical with her. It yeah. always had been verbal. And then it, it reminds her of the case that Damien took pro bono, the domestic violence mm-hmm. case, because he brings the woman there um, to do her makeup so she can feel good about going into court because she has to face her ex-husband. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Abby's doing her makeup and doesn't comment on the bruise, but, like, helps her cover it mm-hmm. up. It's like a yellowed bruise, so it's a healing. And, like, the woman talks about how, you know, it wasn't always physical at first like it started off verbally and then it started to escalate from there and how she had to have an allowance and she had to show him receipts for everything yeah you know and so that for abby it's like in the thought process of everything happening at the christmas party is like you know he had never been physical with her and like even while she does the the woman's makeup she thinks about like would that would have been her life yeah you know how she saved with richard it would just been like verbal but then would it have been physical after some point in time mm-hmm. and um i also think that's a very good like way that in the book it was brought up how one of those themes that's like you know if you've ever been in that situation or you're in that situation now it's like it didn't always start off mm-hmm. as bad as you think it is and it gets progressively worse so that's, that's where the whole frog in the pot of boiling water you yeah. know and so she does that, and then she runs down some flight of stairs for her man, mm-hmm. Damien. Because uh, even uh, Richard's grandfather was like, go get your man. Like, yeah, I'll deal like, with this You asshole. go get Damien. You can get your <laughs> man. <laughs> um, and they took an elevator up because there was a bunch of stairs. Mm-hmm. Um, she ran down the elevator. Hey, cardio. like, six and chills, yes. I think. I think she ended up taking them off. Did she take them off? I think so. I thought she saw them off. Either or. Either way. And she, she forgot her running. coat. She forgot her goat, too. So it's yeah. the winter in New York, and she's, like, sprinting down the street. She almost gets hit by a car. Oh, yeah. She gets hit by a car. Because he was across the street when she went outside. Yeah, she has And she just sprinted across the She almost got street. hit by a car. A stranger saved her. And then she waited for the car And Damien's like, what the fuck? 
What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing, crazy bitch? Yeah. And then she confesses everything to him, you know, saying that, like, at first it started off as proving to Richard, like a revenge plan yeah. to prove that, you know, she was worthy. Yeah. And then it slowly became, she's like, no, but I am worthy. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need to prove it. You yeah. Know? And then... Damien's just like, I'm not leaving you. Yeah. He's like, I just need to cool off. And then he asks her where her fucking coat is. Yeah, because he's like, uh, on page 237, they end up getting back. He, The first thing he says is, why don't you have your coat? And she's like, uh, <laughs> I needed to come find you. I didn't have time to do coat check. What are you talking about? <laughs> and he was like, uh, baby, you were never leaving without me tonight. I needed air. I went for a walk. I was headed back when you found me. You're <laughs> like... She's like, he goes, my mouth drops open, my hand tightens around just a hair at the look. You're getting it. I told you I'm falling, I'm taking you with me. Like, my need some air. I mean, but he could have said something, though. Yeah, and she was like, <laughs> you don't have to drag me anywhere, Damien. I'm already there. Aw. And then they, they kiss again in the snow. <laughs> and she's freezing her ass off. Yeah, I, he gives her her piss coat, though. Yeah, like he did the first time. She's always freezing her ass off. Yeah. I think another big part is that, um... He always calls her Rubia, which is blonde in Spanish. Um, and then he says, um, I could say this wrong because I'm not fluent, but I, and I have trouble rolling my R's. Naranja. Yes. Uh, which is orange. Oh, I love that. The media naranja. Uh, she never knew, so her dumbass thought. He was just calling her orange. Yeah, because he talks about. I think they're talking... Oh, they're talking about the weather earlier in the middle of the book. And she talks about she likes a certain time of the year. And then he says, Naranja. And Mm -hmm. he calls her that. And she's just like, oh, no, pink's more my color. (laughs) He's like, that's not what I mean. So she just thought it was because of that. Like, he was like, oh... And it's not until her friend Kat points it out. She's like, no, it's not what that means. It means he's calling you... Uh, his other half. Yeah. Which is what it means in Spanish. It's like an other half kind of thing. Yeah. Like, basically, like, her soulmate. Like, his soulmate. His soulmate, yeah. And that's where she starts to, like, starts to kind of put into perspective that things are, like, the dynamic like, is yes. changing. And she's like, oh. whoa, shit. I gotta tell This is when she starts to realize I'm like, I just thought I he got my season him. wrong. I, just, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he thought I was orange looking. I don't know. He thought I was a fall girl, but obviously I'm not. <laughs> But I thought that was really cute, like, all the little things, like, the little phrases and, like, how he treated her. The little like, actions yes. that you kind of see, the, the the love languages that you see and how he he kind of just reads her and knows. Mm-hmm. And I think partially comes from him being a lawyer, but yeah. him also paying attention to those small little things when, where you think she's hiding it or she says something a certain way and he can tell, like, in her face or the way she says it. And he like, reassures her. Yeah, like, that there's something not, off, like, know? there's something different. But he never pushes her. Yeah. He's like in his mind like I'll just leave this to a later date or we'll yeah. you know like or I'll figure it out and get into it later but he never really pushes her and I, I yeah, like that I like that too they end up together uh, they end up moving in together and they get married or they get she gets engaged, proposed to yeah. and it's like a pink diamond yeah he thought about her in every way every single aspect yeah he had her family there <laughs> he had her friends there yeah he um, planned it all out three years later at the company Christmas party. party. Yeah, and he got up to speak, and she said that their plan was, like, dating for four years, mm-hmm. um, but then she noticed that there was, like, 
she's like, what are my friends doing here? Yeah. <laughs> what is, what is my sister doing here? here? Yeah. No, it, it tipped her off because he was like, you know, uh, uh, the grand, uh, Richard's grandfather was like, oh, my partner is going to speak. And she's, and like, she's like, wait, you don't speak, so what are you doing? Yeah, and that's And he, he calls her up there, and then she sees no, all her friends no. <laughs> and her family. But he does it in a way that uh, she loves, with mm-hmm. love, because she also got to know all the people that he worked for, yeah. because their law firm was kind of really like a family. Yeah. Um, Richard did get fired, as he <laughs> Good should. Good for him. <laughs> as he should. Um... And so she she knew everybody, and so mm-hmm. she seemed to realize, um, you know, the dynamics and differences mm-hmm. and things that she didn't realize she needed yeah. to reassure her or that, you know, she was lacking. And yeah. I, I think it was just like <coughs> a really, really cute book. Like, the, the, the cover really, like, fooled me because I thought it was going to be, like, little to no spice level. But then when I read it, I was like, Spice is good. The the freaking personal stuff traumatized me. Yeah. The pink book is misleading because I was like, wow, I am really reliving through some trauma here. And I didn't know that. I, I didn't think it was going to be like that, to be honest. Like, you know, like you, it's funny because like you took it way harder than I did. I think I just dissociated. <laughs> I was just like. <laughs> Where's the spicy moment? <laughs> Skipping at me, I'm like, <laughs> can I get to a spicy moment to like throw me like out of this? Because like I I did actually take it a lot harder. The, yeah. The emotional stuff I took a lot harder, and I think it's just because, uh, the intensity level of the stuff mm-hmm. that I had to deal with. Um. I mean, I hit it. Yeah. I hit it from people, kind of how Abby hit it from her friends. And just like sugarcoated a lot of the yeah, experience. I kind of made excuses. Mm-hmm. Um, I hid a lot of my stuff from mm-hmm. like my friends, my closest friends, uh, family, his friends, everyone. Um, I never, I never talked about it. I just kind of made everything seem like it was okay, and everything wasn't yeah. okay. It wasn't, and so that's why I think I took her stuff hard a lot. It's because I found myself doing some of the same things that Abby did. Yeah. Um, and that's why the stuff traumatized me again. I was like, wow. I did find, like, reading this book, I think, like, if you're someone who has gone through anything like that, um, I would read with caution. Uh, yeah, read with caution, and I would say that if it gets too much, don't finish yeah, it. Yeah, it made like, me really reflective and then made me realize there's still parts of me that, like, I need to work on. Like, things mm-hmm. that I didn't know, like, kind of resurface. I'm yeah. like, oh, I need to work on that. And so that may happen to you. Um, or may not, like it, it did with me. You like, may just disassociate, like, Julie and just, like, where where's the penis in the vagina? Let's go. I mean, <laughs> but I think in my personal life, mm-hmm. like, I was in one of those situations where, like, the trauma was there, but then how I dealt with it wasn't sudden. I dealt with it for years mm-hmm. to the point where when I got out of the relationship, I was already halfway healed. And for me, I had to heal after. Out, yes. I had to heal out of it. And so for me, it's been a process. Yes. Um, which I would say that everyone's healed time yeah. is their own, and so sometimes I do beat myself up a little bit, because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's been, like, so and so many years. But there's no time frame or time limit on yeah. how you Yeah, and it. I think that's also a thing, because I have such a supportive uh, partner now that he's like, 
everyone heals when they yeah. heal. Like, he's like, no one's rushing you. Like, you just work on it day by day. And so I think that's also something important to remember. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say, yeah, definitely read the book with caution. It does kind of start off, like, immediately with where you see yeah. the little tidbits of um, emotional abuse. So uh, I would say that if it's, like, you can't do that, then... Just put it down and yeah, move on to move something on to another <laughs> book. It's totally fine. Um, you don't have to read this book. If you want to skim and just look at the... Yeah, if you want to skip, go ahead. Um, it does have a happy ending. So it, does, it does, yeah. yeah. They look happily ever after. Mm-hmm. For me, this book was a 5-5 five five across the board with yeah. um with stuff cuz the spice is there but it's and when it's there it's really good. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's really good. Um but I do like I'm a sucker for a good story. Yeah. And so this one was done really well. Like the writing is just it really gets you. Like it gets you in that emotional kind of state and it really it's one of those books where you actually can, like, picture yourself in the character's shoes. Like, the details in this book, like, it, uh, how it was, like, put together was mm-hmm. so good. And it went with the plot and, like, you know, the point of views yeah. in here were, like, um, it was, like, really, really amazing. And you, and you can kind of see, like, how it's a very, like, realistic um, story, you know? It's a very, like this could really happen to mm-hmm. to anybody to you to me to you guys you know um and that's what i really like about it because it's kind of like when you watch like something that's based on a true story how mm-hmm. it just hits you more like this one is very much like uh, even though it's fictional like it's written so well and to make it so real that you can really picture yourself as being abby yeah. or being a damien or you know being a cat or a cammy and if you're a fucking richard yeah i need you to go do some work on yourself fix yourself you need to go do some growing um but it you can really just put yourself in the character's like mm-hmm. shoes and in their mindset and see their point of view and like that's what I really liked about the book. I think more than the spice, I really liked the spice. I really loved the story and the plot. Like I really loved the, the book. The spice was just a plus. Yeah, the spice <laughs> was a plus. Um, was I slightly traumatized? Yes. Would I read it again? Yes. <laughs> um, but now you have an idea. I do have an idea. Yeah, because it was a really good book. It was really it, it such really a good was. book. It was a beautiful book, and I, I love that. You know. And little... I picked it only because it was like really quirky, and I didn't think it was gonna hit this hard. But hidden gem right here, like literally, like. But I would say though, yeah, the to proceed with caution if you've been in like an abusive relationship because mm-hmm. that could kind of trigger you. Yeah. Um, it was not a do not finish for me when I did hit it, but I would say if you're one of those people that you can't do that, yeah. then don't don't read it. But don't um, force yourself. Yeah, don't force yourself to read it. Uh, but it is very beautiful. And yes. Morgan, Miss Morgan Elizabeth, you uh. Thank you. That was a very beautiful book, yes. I'm excited. Those are our thoughts. Yes. Our little mini thoughts and opinions. And they're all just just, just our opinions. Yes. <laughs> I think we'll say that in every episode. Yeah. Like, you gotta read it for yourself. Yeah, read it for yourself. And we're just... If you don't like it, This it's is not just for run. us. This is an online book club. You know? You can agree with us. You can. You don't have to. You like, can join us or not. We are here for amusement purposes. <laughs> this one was just a little more heartfelt than any other book. Yeah. 
I'm like, great, I need to get a warning when something's like <laughs> heartfelt. Jeez. It, it didn't really show much of a warning, so... Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I watch horror movies as comfort, so... I know. But, um... This was Tis the Season for Revenge by Morgan Elizabeth. And, um, go check it out. Yes, go check it out if you like. It's very, very good and very beautiful. And it'll, it's a real tearjerker. <laughs> so, a Hallmark movie come to life. <laughs> Not as cheesy, though, thank God. It wasn't. I, I thought it was going to be cheesy because of the book cover. Mm, yeah. And that's why I chose it to fuck with Taylor, but... <laughs> my life <laughs> um we are going to be doing a mini christmas episode oh, yes um we are not revealing the book it's gonna be a surprise we just got to click on the episode um but we are gonna drop it on christmas day though Yay. so it's a, it's a mini episode um this one comes out on our normal day on friday mm-hmm. and then we're dropping our mini christmas episode on christmas day so, uh we hope you guys enjoyed yes. um we hope you guys are having a lovely day And we will see you guys on Christmas.